Hello and welcome to another edition of the Red Sox Nation, the Illinois Charter Podcast, Episode 6. I'm your host, Tom O'Shea. Yeah, so it is 11.45 my time. So yeah, so welcome to all Red Sox Nation, especially the ones that are living here in Illinois. Yeah. Not a lot to talk about now. Yeah, not lots because we are in a lockout. I believe we are in week... One, either one and a half, something like that. Like, it's been a week since the lockout happened, man. But there are some news, some rumors. People did get in the Hall of Fame. We are going to do um another edition of Red Sox 120, and this time it's going to be the 1904 Boston Americans. Excuse me. Burped. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, and... Maybe finish off with DM's final thoughts. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So the Red Sox. So what? So there are some news. So this week or so, Seihei Suzuki of uh, uh the Japanese player that the Red Sox and other teams are trying to get, he uh followed the Red Sox on Instagram earlier this week, and I've, and that kind of got some Red Sox fans thinking, hmm. Huh, maybe he might come over the Red Sox. We do need someone to replace a Hunter Renfro. Nothing against JBJ, but I would rather have Suzuki's bat than JBJ's jet or a JBJ's bat. Yeah, and looking at the guys' numbers, as we said, this guy can rake. Say hey Suzuki or see us Suzuki can hit. He can hit. He can rake. The dude is like yeah. But nothing is for certain now, but, um, but yeah, so basically, so yeah, nothing for certain now, but it's kind of getting a little interesting. See, maybe he might be coming over the Red Sox, but sadly, we found out later on today that he did unfollow the Red Sox on uh, Instagram. So, yeah. I don't know if that's – I feel like that's kind of a smart decision at this point because you might be scaring off a lot of teams by doing that. Yeah, you might be hurting your value if you're liking another team's Instagram page and stuff like that or social media sites. But that doesn't mean he'll be – he won't be a Red Sox. It just is – yeah, it's – yeah, I don't think that was kind of a smart move, kind of like looking at it. But it, it did kind of get us thinking, huh, Suzuki – in right field. I don't know fielding wise what he looks like fielding wise, but offensively the dude can rake. Looking at his numbers, the dude can rake. Yeah. Let's see how that translates in the American or the MLB, but in the Japanese league, the dude is a beast. Seriously, we should sign this dude or try to sign this dude, maybe just to replace Hunter Renfro in a uh, right field. Uh, Red Sox were uh, or uh, Red Sox are rumored to uh, be in interest of Trevor Story, so don't count the Trevor Story out. We could possibly get him. Yeah, but right now we're in a lockout, so we really can't do any moves anyway. So, although the Rule Five Draft was this week, and if you don't know what the Rule Five Draft is, um, it's basically where. MLB teams or certain MLB teams will have this draft where they can just basically just pick uh, people out of other people's minor league systems. So, yeah, and the rule is I think it's either the first pick 
or so has to be, or first round pick or so has to be on the 40 man roster is what I've been hearing. So that's basically how Garrett Woodlock basically was on the Red Sox roster this year. That's where he basically, how we acquired him kind of deal as because we got him in the rule five draft and basically put him on the 40 man roster and then basically put him on the 25 man roster or 26 man roster when the MLB season started. All right. So who we got. So basically our two or two picks because the draft was short this year. Yeah. I'm surprised they had the rule five draft knowing that the lockout's happening. Maybe this doesn't really affect anything. All right. Anyway. So, um, Red Sox select in the first round, they selected uh, Austin Lambright, right-handed pitcher out of uh, the Kansas City Royals farm system. Okay. Pretty neat. Pretty neat. And then uh, Brian Keller, in the se- I believe in the second round, um, right-handed pitcher out of the Yankees farm system. Man, seriously, history keeps repeating itself. Year, literally a year later. Seriously, we got Whitlock now. Maybe this Brian Keller do. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe he might be as good as uh, Garrett Whitlock. I don't know. I mean, we just kind of just – we are just pillaging the Yankees farm system. That's kind of funny. <laughs> we seriously got Whitlock. We got Adam Alvino, but he wasn't in their farm system. He was more of their uh, relief pitching staff. And, well, we did get their uh, – one of their uh, minor league pitchers, Frank German – so basically, he's in our farm system. I kind of want to see if this guy makes it too. But yeah, now Brian Keller. That's kind of funny. Seriously. <laughs> that's why they don't trade with us. Yeah, that's why we don't really make a lot of moves with the Red Sox or with the Yankees kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah, basically at the whole Babe Ruth. Um, yeah. Well, that's kind of funny. Yeah, pretty cool. It will be kind of interesting to see how these guys do. And going back to the whole JBJ trade too, um, we should uh, kind of like not turn our eyes away from this uh, David Hamilton too. Looking at this dude's stats and has seen the highlight reels of the dude, he's pretty good too. Just like uh, Alex ben- or Alex uh, Benellis. Yeah. And what I'm saying, Alex Benellis. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, I was right. Okay. Alex Benellis. Yeah. So pretty neat. Pretty neat. All right. So, what other news? Not a lot of news. That's what I mean. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so not a lot going on me-wise. Just watching. I uh, did uh, watch... Um, ba- or uh, Ken Burns baseball. I watched uh watched the sixth episode or the sixth ending episode today, or try to finish it. Try to watch it Thursday and Friday, but I just kept falling asleep during like the whole thing. I just kind of just like the recline on my couch, and then that's kind of how I just go, yeah, go to sleep. So anyway, so yeah, I watched the sixth ending. Um, they did talk a lot about the Red Sox because this was the nineteen forties. Uh episode where they talked about uh like DiMaggio's um hit streak, Ted Williams four hundred season, World War Two. They talked about the nineteen forty six Red Sox a little bit too. Uh Jackie Robinson. Um the the one thing I am kind of really disappointed about being a Red Sox fan or at least the Red Sox 
organization, it took him that long to sign a black player. It really took him that long. Pumsley Green, that's kind of the thing. They basically bypassed guys like Willie Mays and Jackie Robinson and basically just said, yeah, just to even give him a chance. And that's why I am kind of a little bit ashamed about being a Red Sox fan, or at least the Red Sox. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Got to clear my throat. So the MLB, or I think it was like MLB Fox, probably brought up like old footage of uh, Babe Ruth. Yeah. Yeah, let me see. This is even, what, man, those are like pretty colors. I'm, I'm looking at it now on the MLB Fox uh, Instagram. Man, they colorized it. Wow. <clears throat> <clears throat> What? That's a swing? That has no swing. What are you doing? Seriously, this dude was the greatest of all time? No way. Seriously, he could not play in today's game. No way. Seriously. Especially with the diet that the dude had, too. Like, they're... Yeah, the diet would be unacceptable. It's just him. It's just him. It's footage of him striking out. What? Why is that cool? No. Oh, Tom, you're just saying that because he was a Yankee and he left the Red Sox. Well, we traded him away, which, whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah, but seriously. Oh, yeah, and he also murdered his wife, too. <laughs> Section 10. He also murdered his wife, too. <laughs> All right, yeah, we, we don't want the, yeah, we don't want to create slander, but, yeah. We're just asking questions. We're just questioning stuff. It's good to ask questions and just, yeah. All right. So anyway, so, um, yeah, and really nothing else. No other news. This is, this is why this lockout stinks so much. There's literally no news. There is nothing to report. There is no news. And... It would be great if we, if I had a co-host and stuff like that, I could just talk, just ramble on all night about just random stuff. But yeah. Although, hold on, hold on, we are forgetting something. So the MLB or the Baseball Hall of Fame has released or did like a um, election for a new or new Hall of Fame Veterans Committee category. They did one for. The early era baseball, which is basically like kind of like the, it's a new initiative to try to get Negro League baseball players into the Baseball Hall of Fame. And um, let's see. And they also did like a Golden Days um, era too, which talks about like the old time baseball players too. So yeah, the ones that didn't get in are now getting their chance in. So basically this class, so it looks like, so the, let's see, so the, Early era um, selections were Buck O'Neill. Buck O'Neill. I thought he would be in. Huh, he's not in? Huh. Well, it's kind of cool he's now in now. Because Washington, uh, going back to the Ken Burns uh, baseball documentary and listening to this guy, like, give, or them interviewing Buck O'Neill, he's a great storyteller. I kind of like this dude. He really is a fascinating dude. Yeah. Well, good for him. Too bad he's no longer alive anymore. Well, I mean, looking at when he was born, 
there's no way he would be alive today. Yeah. He would be the same age as my great grandma, Elsie, who is no longer living anymore. Yeah. 1911. Yeah. But it's cool he got in. He's now in. Pretty cool. Congrats to him. Well deserved. Mini Manuso. Mini Manoso, which is, uh, he used to play for the White Sox too. But yeah, he got in because he was, before he got into the MLB, he was a Negro League baseball player for uh, the New York Cubans. So cool. Pretty cool. Bud Fowler. Let's see. Never heard of this dude. Born in 1858, died 1913. Well, he must have played in the early days. Wow. Yeah, he did. Early enough that they are not giving me his stats. Well, this is independent minor league stats. Okay. No, all right, I can see. All right. All right. It makes sense. Okay. Bud Fowler. Huh. All right. And then for the golden days, it was uh, Tony Avilia, um, Jim Cat, and Gil Hodges. Oh, Gil Hodges. Famous Irish-American uh, Baseball Society Hall of Famer. Huh. Which the ba- American Irish American Baseball Society, um, I'm a proud member of. I'm basically a proud pain member. Um, it's pretty cool. Like when I'm see, um, so I basically like they have like a genealogy, uh, um, stuff that they usually post on their social media, and like it's pretty cool to see what former and current MLB players have like um Irish heritage and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Like. I'm just scrolling through and I see like they post something like, oh, uh, when uh, Max Scherzer like reached 3,000 strikeouts. And, oh, did you know Max Scherzer had some Irish American heritage? No. Where do you guys get? Or Pete Alonzo, when he hit, um, won the home run derby, they found he might have some Irish heritage too. Alonzo, that doesn't, no, that, that sounds Cuban. Because, yeah, isn't he related to Yonder Alonzo and he's pretty Cuban? Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, and even Kyle Schwarber, Kyle from Warfam. Yeah, they actually found, like, through, like, the Boston and uh, Chicago connections that he had some relatives that were from Ireland. Hmm. That's pretty neat. Yeah, so good for Gil Hodges. Yeah, I heard uh, Steve Garvey, former Dodger, and uh, Padre was really excited about, like, his childhood hero getting in. So pretty cool. Pretty cool. All right, so is that so far for the 2022 class, that is who's getting in: Tony Avilia, Buck O'Neill, Minnie Manuso, um, Jim Cat, Gil Hodges, and Bud Fowler. We're still kind of waiting on the baseball writers' uh, vote, which will happen January. Yeah, January or so. So, yeah, we got a long ways to go from there. Yeah. Hmm. All right, yeah, so nothing else. Yeah, let's kind of start wrapping this up. All right, so with the 1904 team, let's see, 1904 Boston Americans. So they finished out with the Amer- as American League pennant winners. They were planning to have a World Series that year, but the team that – or the New York Giants today, San Francisco Giants, were the NL pennant winners. And what I heard from how that World Series didn't really happen – is that uh, John McGraw, the manager of the time for the Giants, basically had a grudge with the AL president, Van Johnson. And so basically they decided, you know, we're just not going to have this World Series this year. So basically just everybody just took their uh, league pennants and basically just, yeah, just went home from there. 
So there was no World Series, as I'm trying to say here. All right. So they finished the year with a 95-59 or 95-59 and three records. So 95 wins, 59 losses, and three draws, and finished first in the American League. Manager was a uh, Jimmy Collins. Still, all right. The ballpark was still the Huntington Avenue's uh, baseball grounds. Attendance that year was six thousand or six hundred twenty-three thousand two hundred ninety-five or two hundred ninety-five. First in uh, the American League, so pretty good, pretty good. And they were projected to go ninety-five and fifty-nine. Oh wow, right on the money. Well, except with the free draws, but yes. Hmm. They were they only allow they were supposed to allow uh sixty or uh six hundred and eight went or six hundred and eight runs and uh four hundred and sixty six or wait hold on all right they were supposed to score six hundred and eight runs and uh allow four hundred and sixty six runs all right all right so here we are your top twelve players and their war. All right. So Cy Young. And also to note too with Cy Young that year, guess who threw the first perfect game slash no hitter in Red Sox history this year or in this year, 1904 on Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Cy Young. Yeah. Against the Philadelphia Athletics. Yeah. So against the Bad Bars. <laughs> All right. So Cy Young, your starting pitcher, he had finished off the year with a 9.6 war. So pretty good. Freddie Print or Freddie Parent, the starting shortstop, he started or finished off the year with a 6.3 war. At number three, it was a uh, Jesse Tannehill with a 5.8 war. Let's see where he was at position wise. He was uh, the second starting pitcher um, of the day, so the day two starter. Jimmy Collins, the starting third baseman and manager, he finished off the year with a 5.3 war. Bill Deneen, the third uh third day starting pitcher. So he finished off the year with a 5.2 war. All right. Chick Stahl, he finished off the year. So he's the starting out or one of the starting outfielders. He finished off the year with a 4.5 war. See uh Buck Freeman, uh, another starting outfielder, 3.1. Here's a new dude. Kip Shellbach. Shellbach. He start finished off the year with a 2.3. Let's see where he was at. Uh, man, they're not showing us where. Kip Shawback. Where is he? Oh, here he is. Uh, one of the starting outfielders. I think left field. Yeah. All right. Lou Seeger, the starting catcher. He started out with a two or finished off the year with a 2.0 war. Uh, George Winter, one of the start. Uh, let's see. Day five starter, he finished off the year with a nine or 1.6 war, number 10. Number 11, Norwood uh, Gibson. Let's see where he, he was a day four starter. He finished off the year with a 1.4 war. And then finally, the wrap it up, number 12, Patsy Doherty finished. He was uh, one of the starting outfield or one of the outfielders. And he finished off the year with a 1.0 war. I think they trade him that year too. Let's see. I think he did to the Yankees. Let's see. Yeah, they did. They did trade him. All right. Oh, Patsy Doherty. They did trade him over to New York, didn't they? <laughs> All right. 
So that's your 1904 Red Sox or Boston Americans. All right. All right. So any final thoughts or wait, any uh, DMs? I don't think we have any DMs. While well, I was planning on doing like for this season, while we got some time, like 10 minutes or so. Um, so basically, so we would do like a game report or a serious report, do all the games, go over their stats and stuff like that. And then we would do stuff like maybe like talk about um, what's going on around the league, talk about like going on college baseball too, talk about my favorite college baseball teams like uh, Wright State for a D1, um, D2 Central Missouri, D3 UMass Boston, uh, NAIA Tennessee Wesleyan, uh, Juco D1, Florida Southwestern, D2, or Juco D2, Harlan Community College, my uh, school. And then uh, Juco D3, uh, Tyler, t- talk about how they're doing for the season and then talk about what's going down down on the farm, as in the farm system. We were planning on doing that. Um, let's see. Talk about fancy too. We're going to do like a fancy segment, too, for uh, some of these shows during the season. So, yeah. Stuff to talk about during the season, like, and this w- might be the segments we might be doing once the season starts, or if we do have a season, that's what we're planning on doing. So yeah. So yeah. Any final thoughts? I do have one final thought. Um. So apparently that the Red Sox were uh for Google they were uh this twenty twenty one Red Sox were basically. Uh, the most searched team on Google. So pretty good. Congrats. Good job. Good job. Good job. At least for that. At least for that. So pretty neat. Yeah. So, yeah. So basically, that just shows how much of a good year it was. Everybody was sliding them to be bad and just not giving them the credit, like saying that they won't even get into the postseason. They If they do get in the postseason, they won't be good. And just and they were just literally two wins away from going to the World Series. That just shows how much of a cool and fun year this year was. And that's kind of shows like how like if they're getting like ranked number one or the most searched uh sports team on Google, you know that this year was pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Just a little fun little fact too. Google's team. Yeah, Google's team. Yeah. Also, one final thought. We forgot to mention this on the last episode. So, Rafael Devers for the all-MLB team. We forgot to mention Rafael Devers did make the second team as the third baseman, but he did get beat out by uh, Austin Riley of the Atlanta Braves, defending World Series champion Atlanta Braves. So, that just sounds weird to say. The defending World Series champion Atlanta Braves. I mean, the last time they did when it, I was alive, but I was three years old, so I didn't. So it just seems weird to start saying it now. Yeah. Never thought it would happen again, would it? No. But it did. Yeah. All right. Anything else? I think we're good. All right. Thank you, guys. So, well, here's what we plan on, plan on doing. If there really is no news to report, we'll probably do – Try to wrap or do like for now on do decade by decade of the Red Sox 120. The reason I did the 120 because last 
Last year, 2021, was the 120th anniversary of the Boston Red Sox being a franchise. And I kind of wanted to do something for this year. I want to try to get it done before the possible start of 2022. So, yeah. So, and try to incorporate the 2021 season while we're at it. But, yeah. So, that's what we might try to do. We might try to do it decade by decade. So, we might get, like, a maybe an episode or two next. Or we might do, like, an episode next week where we just go over, like, basically just basically the early 1900s Red Sox and then, uh, yeah, and then like the 1910s, 1920s, and you know, we won't do, yeah. Yeah. So basically next week is what I'm saying. We'll do the 1900s Red Sox and then 1910 and then, yeah, week by week. But Christmas week, we won't do an episode. We're just going to take a week off. So, yeah. All right. All right, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to share. Keep doing what I love. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple iTunes. Give us a five-star review if you can. Um, follow the show on um, Twitter at red underscore charter. And then follow the show on TikTok at Sox, or lowercase Sox, Illinois. Then follow the show on Instagram, also at lowercase Sox, Illinois. And then follow the show or like the show on Facebook, as I should say. Like the show on Facebook at Red so- the Red Sox Nation, the Illinois Charter. And then follow the show on Spotify and Apple. All right. And with that being said, I believe that will about do it. All right. See you guys on next week. Banana.